0: Welcome home. You are at home with Brené Antoinette and we're back for another season of the Maison Antoinette podcast. Um, you know, every season, (laughs) I always start off with, I'm so excited about this one. Um, I am excited about this one, Uh, as with every season, but this one is kind of near and dear to me um, in in a different way because we are going to, um, we're going to get into some things, right? Some things that are coming up for me personally right now, but um, what I assume is probably something that m- many of us have experienced. So, Welcome. <laughs> To the season entitled "From Cured to Healed." So first, you know, this is like our introductory episode that we just kind of lay the groundwork for what you can expect to take place this season during the podcast. And then next week we will start to get into the meat and potatoes and kind of really break down the the concepts. So I. Came up with and I don't want to say that I came up with or coined this phrase because I, I haven't done any research to see how many people are saying this right or using it contextually the same way that I'm using it um, but from cured to healed for me uh, or, or what does that mean to me it means that it's it's easy I want to say it's easy it's easier <laughs> sometimes for us to accept the cure than it is for us to go through the actual process of healing. And that can be very, very tricky. Because, you know, we... There's a difference. And and the greatest example that I thus far have been able to come up with that I feel like is relatable to Uh, On a global scale, you know, regardless of your socioeconomic um, situation, regardless of your uh, religious beliefs, regardless of your sexual orientation, this is the best way that I can explain to me, para me, for me, what from cured to healed means. Let's take COVID. (laughs) Right? Right? Some way or another, we have literally every single person pretty much on this planet has been affected by COVID, whether you um, are, you know, being here in the United States or in some other countries, you know, you're on a lockdown, so you cannot leave your home unless it is like a dire emergency. Um, Even if you are, you know, if you're an employee, then you can't even go to work, right? And if you're non-essential personnel if you were a student you couldn't go to school right if you had loved ones that you wanted to see you had to get real creative um and you know do FaceTime and things like that i mean i remember my daughter promoting from was that 6th oh yeah so that had to be. that was 6th grade promotion um you know we couldn't have like a party or a family dinner so we did um, a drive-by. I'm gonna get to my point, y'all. But (laughs) we did a drive-by. Now, a few of you know me personally and have been to my home. (laughs) And so you know that I live on a tippity tip top top floor. And um, I just so happened, like it was a surprise for my daughter, I planned a drive-by promotion or no it couldn't have been sixth grade that was eighth grade she was going to high school that next year and she couldn't start freshman year that's what it was so it was eighth grade um eighth grade promotion lord God have mercy um so i just kind of told her get dressed up we're going to take some pictures i got you some balloons and stuff and we're going to go out here on the balcony so i had her just kind of like taking pictures in the um, on the staircase and all these different things then I had to go out onto the balcony and people started driving through the apartment complex um, honking their horns and it was our family they it it was a beautiful I mean I was sobbing it was you know we made it work so um, saying all that to say in some way shape or form we've all been affected by COVID so from cured to healed what that looks like to me is actually was one of those people who got COVID but I got it on a lesser strain so I just got COVID in um, July now this strain did not cause me to lose my sense of smell or anything like that not really lose my taste nothing like that but for that first round of people you know majority of people said they lost their sense of taste they lost their sense of smell and that was one of the symptoms right so what happens is you can go through your uh you know eating your little taking your elderberries and your zinc and your vitamin c and vitamin d was uh, supposed to be really good for uh, covid and you know getting the rest you need and really hydrating and all those things and then you take another test right and you no longer are carrying the antigens that would prohibit you from leaving the home. So by certain standards, you are cured, right? Hopefully y'all are following me. So you are no longer testing positive for COVID. But what happens is for those people with certain symptoms, that does not mean that you now have regained your sense of smell. That does not mean that you have now regained your sense of, um, taste right so you may be cured but you are not healed so to me what that means is that there is a difference between no longer experiencing the same type of symptoms in the same type of way but that does not mean that you have been restored to what you were before you got that sickness so um, Today's not going to be long because like I said, today is just the intro, but I wanted to just lay the groundwork for to me from cured to healed means that yes, I may no longer be in this relationship. Yes, I may no longer um, do this thing or participate in that thing, but that yet and still is not enough. There is a whole... a bridge that has to take you from one side of the river of being cured to the other side of the river of being healed. And that's what we're going to be talking about this season. And how that has affected me. Um, you know, we are one month out from Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So I decided that I was going to, to use some of, uh, or my, a lot of what I experienced in my breast cancer journey. But y'all know I'm going to throw some relationship stuff in there because um your girl your girl <laughs> you know i gotta throw the relationship stuff in there so um how that, how this applies to me how is this applicable to my situation what i realized with my breast cancer journey was excuse me um y'all were eight minutes in we have a yawn but i already Ooh, I found it. Okay. It wouldn't be an MDA podcast without a yawn. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter how long I've been awake, what I've been doing, who I've been talking with, who I've been dealing with. <laughs> Something I was record just pulls a yawn out of my spirit. And it's not that I'm tired. Um, so uh, what I realized is that, you know, during my breast cancer journey, what I immediately did was got into service. I got into service um, because I, I recognize the need. And I don't want to get too deep in, in into this because like I said, this is the intro. So, but what I realized that I mean is that <laughs> in trying to feverishly create a cure, right, I put things in my path for me to solve so I can believe and have faith in that I'm cured because I didn't process to find my healing. So the process was going to be way too uncomfortable for me. And again, the hindsight is 2020, 20 right? In the, in the midst of it, I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. But I immediately got into service because what I wanted to do was avoid having to process so that I would have to grow through what I was going through. And a lot of times what we try to do is get over stuff. If you are a get over it, <laughs> Let me get a hand clap right now. Wherever you are, and give me some some thumbs, some snaps, give me a hand clap, raise your hand, give me an amen. <laughs> if you are a get over it type of person, look, my get over game is strong. The force is strong with me. Um, what I'm all about, when I'm all about a man, when I'm all about a relationship, whether that is a romantic or a friendship, I'm all in. But there's something about my cold game cutoff um, that is, 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 is so real. <laughs> so I really try not to allow myself to get to that point because my cold turkey cutoff game is strong. But that what that is to me is that's a get-over. That is a defense mechanism, that is a survival tactic so that I won't have to put myself through the process of growth through what I go through. So how this affected me, again, and during my breast cancer journey, as soon as I was diagnosed, I was diagnosed in April of 2010 and by September of that same year, I had founded a nonprofit, a 501c3. And what that looked like for me was um, doing research, doing research to to be able to do the paperwork by myself. I didn't have money, that was grassroots. I didn't really even take, um, you know, I wasn't well-versed in how to take donations and how to get support and garner support and get grants and things of that nature. And so I did the research, I did the paperwork, I applied, they accepted it, I became a 501c3. <laughs> But that was me trying to manufacture a cure so that I would not have to go through the pain of processing so that I could have my healing on the other side. So that is one way that this affected me. And what what happens is um, much like with somebody that has experienced COVID, right? Or maybe you have experienced a, a different type of disease or you've broken a bone. You may no longer experience the pain of you know, that initial break, that initial tear, that initial hurt, or whatever the case may be, right? But there's certain things, like I actually have another story for you, you know, I come with the stories. When I was in high school, I dated a guy, and um, one of the guys that I dated um, during, <laughs> this is going to have to be another season, but... <laughs> Pretty much one main boyfriend from like eighth grade up until about my senior year, but we broke up off and on for a <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and during those times, I did have other little, you know, little boyfriends here and there. So one one of these little boyfriends, um we were just roughhousing around, and he needed me in my butt. It was like, I don't know what we were doing, if he was like smacking my butt, or I don't think he was smacking it, because we were very innocent, so I don't think that there was any smacking going on. But um, he, whatever happened, um, we're just playing around and play. I think we're like play fighting, and he went and kneed me. Okay, so immediately I felt pain, but the pain came much later. Right? I tried to take a bath that night and could barely get nap in and out of the tub. And I'm like, oh my God. Then um, the next day, my mom, uh, shout out to my mom. Hi, mommy. Um, my mom and I drove down to LA for the uh, African marketplace. And I don't know if y'all have ever been to the African marketplace. Um, um, depending on where you come from, you might call it rodeo or rodeo. But um, I'm talking about the one off of Crenshaw. <laughs> um, it was just a, an African marketplace. It was just outside and not necessarily a farmer's market, but there was food and vendors and all kinds of just cool things. And we tried to make it a point of going each year. And so we had gone to that and I could barely walk. My mom was like, why are you walking so slow? And I was so embarrassed and nervous to tell her. But... I literally could not walk. Like at one point I just had to pull over to the side. I'm like, just come back for me, save yourself. Come back for me. So she goes and gets the car, takes me to Kaiser. I tell her what I tell her what happened. She goes and gets the car. Takes me to Kaiser. My tailbone is broken. I am gonna have a point here because we are wrapping up. Um, so you know when you broke when you break your tailbone, there's not a whole lot that you can do because I mean you could probably get like a booty cast, but that's really not gonna help. So you just literally have to stay off of, um, stay off your feet. You gotta lay down for a long time so that um, you know you can heal. <laughs> uh, and so what happened is, or, or one of the things that they said when I was um, at the, you know, they're doing the X-rays and talking me through everything, uh, the doctor says, you know, if you have a baby that's over eight pounds, chances are you're gonna break your tailbone again. You need to basically travel with a donut because this is one of those things that's very, very hard to heal. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm circling, I'm circling y'all good. The benediction is coming, it's coming right now. I am now almost 39 years old. This was my freshman year of high school, possibly my sophomore year of high school. This was many, many moons ago. Um, to this day, when I drive for long periods of time, like going driving to Vegas or, you know, being on a flight or something, it activates. Holy Spirit, activate. It activates the pain of the past. And again, whether you are uh, an athlete and you something, or you pulled something before, you got a toothache, or, uh, you know, there are certain things that happen in our lives, right, that we have obtained a cure, but we may not be healed from, and get this, this is the kicker, you may be, air quotes, healed from that thing, but let something in life come back around and remind you of that initial pain let you drive to Vegas, you're reminded of that. That tailbone is going to remind you that not only did a pain take place and a hurt took place, but also a cure and a healing took place. So this whole thing is a process, and that's what this season is going to be about. Because even beyond your healing, there's still a process that can remind you that your healing is an evolutionary process because you are constantly evolving and your situations and circumstances that you are in and exposed to are constantly changing to remind you not just of where you are, but where you have been. And thats we're going to look at the positives and the negatives of that this season. So I hope that really lays the groundwork from, from cured, uh, for From Cured to Healed. I'm excited about this season, as with every season, because I am currently, you know, I would not leave you without um, telling you that when I do this, it's for you, but I, baby, I'm trying to tell you right now, this is for me. <laughs> when I share information like this, I am trying, actively trying to practice what I preach. Because what's coming up for me right now in this here season of life is that I'm still going through. I'm still having to, I'm actually having to revisit feeling that I was healed and now realizing that I was cured especially as it pertains to my breast cancer journey, especially as it pertains to uh, my relationship journey. There have been things coming up for me in this season of life that are saying, yo, you thought you were healed from that, but how much did you actually process it? Because it's coming back up. Here's a caveat. You may, again, have been healed from that thing. You may be restored. And you are feeling fancy free and just looking, feeling wonderful and um, just experiencing uh, and enjoying life. And then something comes up for you and reminds you that, yes, you may have been healed from that segment, that portion, that part of what took place. But now I'm going to show you that there's another level of healing that you can elevate to if you process it out with this perspective that you have now. That's it, that's all. I'm gonna leave y'all right there because I'm 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 getting ready to want to a whole nother thing. I want you to be thinking about this. What are some things that you have tried to get over? And are you positioned to grow through what you go through? Because if you do that, it's gonna be very no, let me rephrase, it will be easier to access your healing the other side of that as always i love y'all have a great and wonderful blessed beautiful day and the rest of the week i think this season you know i like to switch it up because um, it's got to make sense for me and i think what we're going to do is we're going to have a new episode um come out every monday and I'm very 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 much looking forward to this this episode is brought to you by the diamond life luncheon excited to be bringing back um, this amazing event it was it is going to take place October 23rd in Ontario California um, I will put a link in the um, the comments I'm sorry child I've, uh, looking around multitasking um but i'm excited to be bringing the diamond life luncheon back it is a wonderful opportunity for us to come together break bread to celebrate life the theme for this year is radiant resilience and i literally cannot wait to um, be poured into and to pour back out we've got some dope speakers this time around we're having a panel discussion we've had some amazing vendors As always, I do like to have this be a little bit more of an intimate setting. So space is limited. So make sure that you check out the link that is going to be in the show notes. And um, I hope to see you there. If you are interested in being a sponsor, being a vendor, sponsoring um, a survivor, or you know a survivor, um, a current patient, And or if you have lost a loved one to breast cancer, please reach out. My email is also in the show notes. And uh, we want to just love on them and provide support for them and and offer them um, some goodies. So I love y'all. Have a great, blessed, and wonderful rest of the week. Make good decisions. And until next time, bye-bye.